unfiltered, uncensored, and unapologetic. This is the Retail War Zone Podcast. But what we're going to do real quick is I know tonight was going to be more of a discussion about um, what we're doing going forward, you know, like a brainstorming thing. But there are things still to go through. So um, shout out to Blame Tag. He is our sponsor, and he will continue to be our sponsor no matter what we do going forward. Um, The link to the Serving Times is there on the screen. It's also in the description of the video. Please check his stuff out. He wanted everybody to know that, you know, the, the, the writers guild out there in California is striking, which is great. Um, but he's not part of that. He says that he just hasn't made the content. So I appreciate his honesty there. Also too, if you like this subscribe, make sure if you're watching this on YouTube, like the video, if you're watching it on Twitch, open up another tab go to 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 the youtube channel hit like if you want to that's cool if you don't that's cool too whatever you do you um so there's also the printable business card which is in the description of the video for you to download i know that big quit energy has started passing these out so that's cool um just put them out there you know, take a picture, send it to me, say, hey, look where I left this. Uh, he left it at a grocery store. So that that's kind of cool. Um, having said that, it's been a while. So good to see everybody. Um, schedules aligned for everyone. I mean, like I said, we got Adria here. We've got, you know, blame tag on a Wednesday. I mean, the, the, this is cool. This is cool. So since it's been a while, and I know it's going to be a discussion afterwards, let's take a look at some headlines because it's been a minute. All right. Um, and some of these are very interesting. Um, the first one is perfect storm is brewing for more retail bankruptcies after bed, bath and beyond and David's bridal. Um, from a personal standpoint, uh, at home, the quote unquote home decor store that mad dog and I worked for, um, even though they're privately traded right now, or privately owned, their credit rating has went down from a B minus to a CCC plus. Um, and the thing that's hilarious about this one, guys, because we've worked in the business and we know this, there was a bunch of increased sales in a lot of different kind of sectors of retail during the pandemic. And these fucking assholes felt like, oh, it's all about the year over year numbers. We're surely it's not COVID. We expect to do more than what we did during COVID. Guess what? Jokes on you guys. Not happening, dumbasses. Anyway, and then in this week's edition of Nobody Wants to Work, Gap will lay off eighteen hundred employees as major retailers like Nordstrom, Whole Foods, and Walmart make cuts. So yeah, nobody wants to work. Mm-hmm. Sure, and then. Keeping retail employees safe, and you study measures customer aggression. And I may have went over that the last retail war zone. I couldn't remember, um, but it is worth checking out. And then Whole Foods workers at shuttered San Francisco store witnessed knife attacks, a deadly fentanyl or fentanyl overdose. Customer trying to defecate on the floor. 
and other chaos report says, i.e. just a regular day at Dollar Tree, just to let y'all know. Um, that's about how that goes. And then hiring, keeping employees is still a nightmare scenario according to this new data. Now, here's the key to that article. <coughs> it's about small businesses. Guess what? Small businesses are not going to be able to survive on cheap labor. And most of the small businesses that have started, they their business plan calls for paying employees the least amount that they can legally get away with. So, well, guess what? You caused it to yourself. Don't feel sorry for you. Fuck off. Have a nice day. Um, fired California Big Lots manager says she was just trying to get shopping cart back from shoplifter. Now, you guys have heard me talk about the shoplifting thing and, and trying to prevent it or whatnot. And the way they framed this, you know, they're in a high theft area and people were stealing the shopping carts. So they got those shopping carts that have like the locks when they go so far. And they had been informed by corporate that they need to go out and get every single shopping cart because they're getting stolen for whatever reason. And so they went out to get the carts. They were back quite a distance from the shoplifter, but they started filming it. And even though the getaway driver apologized and gave them all the merchandise back since they went out trailing a shoplifter and there was the possibility of somebody getting injured or hurt, they got fired. Let them go. Let them go. Worry about your shopping cart later. So just trying to save a shopping cart, quote unquote, got them fired. And the interesting part about that article was they have tried for eight days to get a hold of big lots for some sort of statement, and they have not returned their calls. The next one, Target CEO Brian Cornell earned 680 times its median employees pay last year. And that was after he got a pay cut. Man, that's a problem. <coughs> An absolute problem. And, and in shocking news, nearly half of executives see the current state of inflation as positive, according to new Kearney study. Of course they do. Of course they think it's positive because they're the ones benefiting from it, assholes. Um, and then higher food prices bring bigger profits, but consumers start to resist. You know, the food pricing is still crazy. Um, you know, I know we talk about like gallons of milk. We were talking about tracking that. I think the one that interests me the most hot pockets i know that sounds weird but i remember like two years ago hot pockets were like under two dollars and now it's almost four dollars a box and hot pockets aren't exactly top tier food so it's just crazy and then prices at the supermarket keep rising so do corporate profits kind of piggybacking off all the stuff we saw on twitter and whatnot where business insider kind of you know, piggybacked off the Wall Street Journal who reported it first. I mean, shocker. I mean, we all work in the business. We know what's going on. But why Why all of a sudden is this news? We've been talking about this shit, what, for the past six months? <laughs> I mean, we, we've been on top of that. So, yeah. Um, let's see what we got here. Uh, they're striking on the East Coast in New York City as well. That's great. Um, Adrian says, blame tag. You post so much good shit. Yep, he does. Um, Blaine Tech says they never fucking see past the short term. So infuriating. Correct. Alex says execs are so zeroed in on the bottom line. They can't see anything else. Correct. 
Adria says, hey, there's a tip for keeping employees. Pay us better. It's not rocket science. I know, right? It's like you come up with all this weird shit like how to retain employees. It's pretty simple, but it's you never hear him say it, right? Um, Alex says, I own a small business. I pay my employees $20 an hour and working on getting them to full-time and then giving full benefits. Employees matter, and I won't do any less from that. You are the hero we all need, period. Thank Get him you for on that. the show. That is awesome. Um, Blame Tag says, I remember Ned Flanders' parents. We've tried nothing, and we're all out of ideas. Yes, <laughs> that that's good. Um, and Adria says, in response to the target, when Cornell did not do 680 times more work than the target worker, that's damn for sure. I'd love to see some, like, video on, like, how the CEO's day goes. I'm sure it would piss us all off if it was actually a real video. You know, they go to the sauna, they go to Starbucks, they go do whatever. They ain't working. They're not in these fucking stores. <laughs> um, uh, Alex says, I tried. I couldn't get anyone to contribute to the data. I only got four entries included. My own. That's all good, man. Um, Adria says, I think Costco hot dogs are still a buck 50. That is true. They are. Um, but they hide behind their membership. So they kind of get a pass in the media, you know, because of it. And they do pay their employees well. So I, I can't really diss them because I don't have enough experience about Costco to give a shit one way or the other. But by all reports, they do pay their employees well. Uh, Blame Tech says, hey, I want some props for accurately predicting that the new Starbucks CEO would learn nothing from working in the shops. Just kidding. Everybody knew that would happen, right? And Blank there says, Dollar Tree and the stale cookies to show appreciation. Oh, you've got stale cookies. That's nice. Let's go. All right. So having said that, let's hear from Irish a little bit. Irish, tell us a little bit about what's going on. In your neck of the woods, what you're seeing inflation-wise or whatnot, kind of say hi to everybody because it's been a minute. Yeah, well, good evening, everyone. It has been a minute. Um, well, in terms of in, in inflation, one thing started this week, which I found a bit interesting, was the the the, the stores over here, the the big box retailers, have started cutting um, the price of their dairy products and uh it sounds good it sounds like inflation is 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 is, is going in the right direction but um the farmers here have started to resist that because guess where they're taking the uh, cuts from uh they're they're starting to squeeze the farmers and what they pay them so the profits essentially remain the same but um it might it might start uh some sort of a race to the bottom again because they have been uh, enjoying the uh, the inflation as much as your guys uh, over there for 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 quite a while. Uh, dairy has been particularly hard uh, it, it hit hit very hard since all this inflationary things uh, started, um, which is co like considering that we produce eight times more dairy than you know we need in this country seems a little bit uh, unusual. But okay, so uh, you know, I had asked you this before, and I'm I'm curious. Um, I, I bought a pack of Kerrygold. Mm. salted butter sticks today mm. for 68 us dollars for two sticks is that close to what you guys are paying it would be close yeah that you know so um when you consider the transportation costs involved like you know you're you're getting a better deal now look the, i i suppose uh the the farming industry over here is 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 I suppose, in a way, it's heavily unionized. Like they lobby the government a lot, like to look uh, to, to, be, to be looked after. It's not particularly profitable to be a small farmer, though. You'd need to be part of a large co-op, you know. Um, but uh, 
but their their produce is really really good like in term in the dairy stuff over here is is world class you know so um, can you give me a little background on Kerrygold i mean is that like a huge operation there massive it's absolutely it's 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 one of the it's one of the biggest food operators in the world they used to be called glambia they're part of a group called glambia which is um Basically, it, it's an, it's naturally massive uh, uh, food producer. Uh, it's based in Kerry, hence Kerrygold. Kerry's a county in uh, just south of me, um, in 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 the Ireland. It's one of the prettier ones, actually. Um, and it started as a co-op. It started as a co-op as a bunch of farmers, and they just got bigger and bigger and bigger, and they're just a conglomerate now. Well, that butter is awesome. I'm sorry. It's, yeah. it's if if I'm going if nothing's on sale, and I'm paying full price, I'm buying Kerrygold. It is that fucking good. And if you guys like butter and use butter for anything and you haven't tried it yet, you owe it to yourself to do so. It, it is my go-to, especially when you cook steaks and you baste it in butter. It's great. So no, it's cool. it, it, it is good stuff. It's just, um, you know, it's important that, uh, you know, it, it is part of retail after all. Like, it's important that the suppliers, the farmers, get their fair share as well because without them, we'd be screwed. Well, you um, know, but I showed you that cheese and you like, you, you had never seen that before. Yes, that's yes. That, that, that's just probably some marketing crap. I, 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 I have no idea where that came from. So um, you guys I, don't have like Kerrygold cheese there that you can buy? No, I do not. I that that might just be some marketing thing over in the states. Uh, I, I don't know. It's it's perfectly. I mean, they produce enough dairy that it's perfectly. Like we we have an enormous amount of uh, dairy pro- exports. It's absolutely insane. Um, but so it wouldn't surprise me that a lot of surplus I wouldn't be familiar with. Maybe they turn it into something else on your side of the pond, you know? Right. All right. Before we get into the crux of what we're talking about tonight, I want to bring this up. So I discovered something last night and I sent Irish this video. So I watched Sam, the cooking guy, and I guess they have, they have this thing in Ireland called a spice bag. Yes. And so the, the, if you guys don't know what that is, just look up Sam, the cooking guy. And look at his recent videos. This just came out over the past couple of days. Um, do you got the question I had was, do you guys put curry sauce on it there? Uh, no, it's usually on the side. No. Mm. So that is, but that is a real thing. That's traditional. No, I wouldn't say it's traditional. It's in the last couple of years, honestly. It's kind of a trend, um, perhaps in the last 10 years or so. Um, but it's good. I mean, you oh, sent me it's damn the- good. It's, oh. it's it's fucking crack. It's 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 just absolutely yeah. It's it's the right blend of umami and you know you got the starch in there. You got the spice. You got the flavors from the yeah. It's absolute crack. So he the peppers he was using is is that close to what you guys use there? Yeah, it'd be pretty. It's pretty authentic, actually. It's it's uh, like I mean, every, every little restaurant has their own version of that. It's like you know, it's like you know, stew or cottage pie. You know, there's it. There, it just varies from place to place a little bit, but uh, but it's actually it's yeah, that 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 was pretty accurate in fairness. And and literally comes in a paper bag. Uh, yeah, or a little pizza box or something like that. Yeah, it does. Wow, that's awesome. Um, there was something that Hero researched today that I also want to ask about. Tell me about mushy peas. Oh, <laughs> this is a contentious one in my household. I love them. Uh, it's it, it's a bit like you and the and the cranberry sauce. All right, you love them or you hate them. Right, I quite like them. My wife hates them. Probably won't allow them in the house, type of thing. Um, but yeah, mushy peas. I guess it's an acquired taste to me. I I enjoy them in my childhood, but essentially it's you know marifat peas that are kind of uh, mushy, and uh, it's. Um, 
the taste, I admit, is is a little uh, unusual, but um, and the texture can be maybe off putting, but it's just, it goes so well with uh, with starch, with like you know you know uh, fries, potatoes, or, or or things like that. Uh, it's kind of wholesome, you know what I mean? It's 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 also a bit of like poverty food as well. Is so cheese, so you know? is it just like sweet peas that are mushed up? Yeah, they're not sweet though. Uh, they're to be honest with you, they're a bit metallic in flavor. Um, but uh, yeah, they they would resemble chickpeas in, oh, in okay. texture and taste. Yeah. Oh, okay, got you, got you. Because I when when I heard that, I was like, um, that it, I was like, all I can picture was like sweet peas, you know, mushed. Like yeah, well, I mean, I guess I, I guess you. I mean, yeah, I mean, the name sort of suggests that, but no, it is. It's a lot more to, it, the chickpea end of the spectrum, which I quite, I also quite like. Hummus's uh, thing, I like that as well. You know. Oh, blame tech says my wife hates Sam the cooking guy, but says we're going to watch that one after. You should. A uh, hero, can can you grab the link to that video and post it in the chat? I don't know if they can click on it or not, but it's a uh, it's good. It's cool. Anyone, um, anyone that visits here, I'll treat them to a spice bag as well. All right. Um, so, and there was something else I wanted to ask you about. Oh, Hero Watch is—is is there such a thing there where you get like fish that's fried and one looks normal and one's black? Absolutely not. I have never heard okay. of it. <laughs> all right. Cool. 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 All right. So, now that we got the foodie shit out of the way, let, let's talk business. All right. So, I think I have come to the conclusion that I am going to start a separate YouTube channel in the very near future. This isn't going to happen like overnight or some shit for the retail therapy sessions. Um, the retail therapy sessions are going to be the fun time. Um, you know, there may be headlines, but it'd be like the crazy headlines in retail. You know, we'll talk about retail memes. We'll still have members of the community on, and we're going to completely break it off from the retail war zone and let it be its own thing and let it breathe on its own and whatnot. So the whole point of tonight was kind of like brainstorming on the serious side of it. You know, the retail war zone, how do we proceed further? You know, Irish, I was looking today on the YouTube channel and we have 190 total videos. Think about that for a minute. You know, that, that, that's a lot. And, you know, I mean, I'm going to be perfectly honest with you guys. I, you know, I took last month off because I'm just fucking out of gas. And, and I don't really know why. It's not like that I don't think the retail war zone is important for what it does. And I don't think that it's it's not worth my time. But I think we're at a point in growth and transition where we got to figure out what's the best way to move forward with the retail war zone. And, you know, we've done all sorts of changes in the look we've done, you know, changes in the format, the headlines, all that. We've done a lot of stuff and I don't know where this really comes from. It's not a numbers thing. It's not like I'm upset because we have X amount of subscriber. It's not any of that. It's just like, it feels like it deserves something more but I don't know what that is. So Irish, I'll start with you. And then you guys in the chat, let me know what you think. Nothing going to offend me. All right. I don't give a fuck. Your opinions are yours. They're valid. And I will listen to them all. But the one thing I will say is before we open Pandora's box here, I think as far as the retail war zone goes, 
It's the serious one. And it needs to be more about quality and quantity, which means it might not be every week. And, you know, I kind of, the community matters. I mean, that's the greatest thing that's come out of all of this is the community. But I don't think everything needs to be so serious and doom and gloom all the time. Hence why I want to break the therapy sessions off into its own entity and let it just do its thing on its own. So having said that, Irish, I'll turn it over to you. And if you guys have suggestions, put them, you know, in the chat. That's that's why we're here tonight. Uh, I'm I'm largely in agreement uh, with Steve. Uh, uh, first of all, what what brought me to the channel in in, in the first place uh, was was the um, therapy aspect uh, of the war zone. Like, you know, I was searching around for things like this, uh, and I was looking for a, a place where I could listen to like minded people. You know, try to therapeutically get through uh, their own personal retail war zone, um, and uh, I I thoroughly enjoyed that aspect of it. And I really also enjoyed the uh, more serious conversations that you had around important topics within retail, like, you know, uh, minimum wage, um, uh, you, you, you know, and workplace uh, bullying, you know, all, all sorts of things and mental health in particular. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but the reality is those two things are probably separate just by, you know, through osmosis, they have kind of taken their own paths because one is more, I suppose, uh, you know, relaxing than the other. You can just like chill out, listen to a retail uh, or, you know, listen to a therapy session and let people just go. And and we end up in strange places talking about mushy peas. You know, that's that's actually that's therapeutic, you know. Um, But at the same time, there are some very, very important topics that we discuss. And although the viewer numbers are not that high, I still think it's important to put it on the record there because at some point you know these topics will arise again people will be looking for things on on the minimum wage and and there will be a record there that you know these guys said this at this time and 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 it's also a record like nobody now can replicate what you've done during the pandemic there wasn't a damn you know retail related podcast in the entire pandemic uh except for your one that i'm aware of um, so right. like those, those things are important and there is a serious side and there is a therapeutic side. It's natural, I think, to separate the two. Uh, one can be like a time capsule for the, the things that you have discussed in the past, which are very important. We can revisit some of those and redo some of those because some of them almost nobody watched because you, your, your channel was only a number of months old when you covered right. some very important topics. Right. Um, but the therapy sessions, I think could well be their own entity because they are they're 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 more inviting i suppose people are more likely to kind of get involved and geez i work retail as well here's my story as opposed to getting involved in what could be potentially a controversial topic like minimum wage um you know they're more more likely to kind of contribute in that respect um and i also personally i like the long form conversation things that's niche not most that's that's why TikTok is so popular. Everything is seven fucking seconds long. Right, and the attention span is not there. It's not there. No, so that that's probably why. But you see, it comes down. We spoke about it before in in number of episodes. Integrity. I uh, yes, this channel could have a hundred thousand subscribers if we jeopardize the integrity and start to go viral with bullshit videos and staged crap. Uh, but then we will have an audience full of people expecting seven second sound bites of some controversial crap, and then our integrity is fucked. Uh, I pre- prefer the you know not for that not to be the case. And I think 
any <clears throat> any meaningful contribution I've ever seen in the chat uh, has been that it, it has been kind of, uh, you, you know, supportive of that, those kind of ideas. Um, and I, I don't know, I'd like to hear what everyone else thinks. Uh, if people think that there's a good reason to keep the two together, I'm, I'm open to that as well. I, I, I really, I'm, you know, I'll go along with the consensus here. Like, you know, this is more of a democracy than a dictatorship, I think. Right. And, you know, uh, hold on just a second here. The thing I'm looking at is, and I'm going to be real honest with you, and this is something that's weighed on me heavily, the abundance of sharing on Reddit has killed the momentum of the retail war zone. I don't know who was doing it. Don't don't care. I, it, it doesn't matter. But when you've got people on their own accord, and, and even, you know, with good intentions over there and they're posting it in like 10 20 different fucking subreddits or whatnot that's not good you know that that doesn't help and especially over there with those clowns and like once again i will say if you haven't checked out my post on twitter about reddit i think I, the title of the thread was just this is what I was talking about or something like that. And it shows exactly what kind of people you're dealing with. I feel like if I had steered away from Reddit and it wasn't shared so much there that we may see more, but Reddit has kind of hurt the viewership. Now, now don't get me wrong. I mean, I met you Irish through Reddit. You know, and, and there's been some cool things that we've done through Reddit, but those are few and far between. Mm -hmm. And I feel like that hurt it. And I don't give a fuck what anybody says about me or what we do. None of that. I'm pretty thick fucking skinned. I, that shit don't bother me. I don't give a damn. You know, there were somebody like, oh, he, you know, that guy's just some cuck for the system. Blah, blah. What the fuck ever? I don't care. You know, say what you want to say. That don't bother me. I don't leave sleep at night over some keyboard warrior saying some bullshit. I just don't. But I do believe that that mass flood, and you know, I told, told you about it. We looked up the user, and we saw how much they were spreading this shit, right? Mm -hmm. that, I think that hurt. And the reason that hurt was because it wasn't organic. All of a sudden, we'd have some video with like 500 fucking views or some shit, but they were only like 10 seconds apiece. And from an algorithm standpoint, that did nothing but harm, okay? And like I said, I will once again say, I'm not doing this for money. I'm not, I'm not trying to be some famous YouTuber or whatnot. I think the topics we discuss are important. I'm not, I'm not here for fame. I'm not here for what, I mean, I'm, I'll be fucking 53 years old. I have fucking way too long hair to work in retail again. I, I'm, I'm not here to impress anybody. I'm, I really aren't. I mean, that's not why I'm here. But I almost feel like we're at a point, if we break the two off, that the war zone needs to kind of hibernate. Like, ideally, what, what I see. And I know Hero thinks, from an algorithm standpoint, we shouldn't break the two up. And, and that's a valid argument. 
But I almost feel like the retail war zone needs to hibernate a little bit. You know, you know, Irish is still going to be part of it. He's still going to be the co-host. It's not going to go away. But I think it was um, where Alex says, you talked before about doing a once-a-month big show, and I still think that's a good idea, especially if you're splitting the therapy sessions off. And that's where, you know, that gives Irish and I time to plan something and do something cool, whether we have a guest or whether we do a lot of research on a certain topic and it's an hour-long, you know, TED Talk, basically, okay, where it's chock full of information and data and, you know, it's a crucial topic on something that we're passionate about. And, you know, Hero, I, I, I understand what you're saying, and I don't necessarily disagree, but I think it would be interesting to break the two apart. And if I broke the two apart, here's what would happen. The YouTube channel would start, and officially the very first retail therapy sessions that we would have, that'd be episode one. It don't, you know, I would hide everything, you know, after about a month on the retail wars on YouTube, I I just make it private to where nobody can see it or unlisted and let it do its own thing. You know, if I get some feedback saying, Hey, where did this go on the retail war zone side? I'll, you know, list it, list it back. Um, blame tag said something that, that made, uh, yeah, he said, I liked when you had serious guests, but then also broke it up with chill, silly shit as well. I mean, face it, we work in a shitty business. And I kind of look at therapy sessions as like, okay, we could kind of do something similar to what we do here, but we do like the funny headlines or we do like the meme of the week, you know, that kind of stuff because comedy is good. I mean, it, it makes people laugh and it makes people feel good about what they're doing. And it really kind of comes down to like drawing a line down the middle of extremely serious versus extremely light. And I, that's kind of how I felt for a while. Um, and I just, I just think that's like the right path forward. What you got, Irish? Um, I I can see uh, both sides, and that you know that the, there's valid arguments on both sides. But I I, I in terms of creating a new YouTube channel and and starting from scratch, um, yeah, I mean that can be done. It, it's like a uh, it's not hard. No, it's not hard. It's a it's a clean break, blank slate, and all that sort of stuff. And uh, it's not like we've got you know twenty thousand subscribers that have to you know transfer over. Um, I don't know out of the you know three hundred and sixty something subscribers how many of them are just I don't know dead accounts. I, I don't know. Um, so I, I don't know. The, the consequences are not exactly too high to start uh, something separate. Um, in terms of the algorithm, if I'm perfectly honest with you. We're never going to figure that out. We're long form. We're fucked from the start. Correct. Now, I I do want to address a comment. (laughs) Blame Texas. We should go to all out war with the cloaking effect. You know what? They do something totally different. It's it's really interesting because I reached out to them when I first started the war zone to kind of collab. And they weren't interested in that. And that's okay. 
I mean, hell, I reached out to Camelot 331. I mean, you know, it's silence. But at least, you know, the folks from the, the, the ladies from the Clopin Effect, you know, responded. But they do something totally different. I mean, it really is, you know, the, from what I've seen, they're really focused on local businesses and stuff like that, which is really, really cool. Um, although it doesn't really relate to retail. But what they're doing is cool. I mean, hey, man do you guys do you i mean i'd still love to collaborate with them i think it'd be cool um but they're they're in a different lane you know and and once again i do want to say like i said there's a lot you guys see i mean you can go to youtube and see how many videos views there are and whatnot the audio side does pretty fucking good i mean i'm not gonna lie and um you know but i mean it does okay for me i mean it, it far exceeds the expectations i i would you know expect for what we do and you know in the audio form you can pause it you know you can download it and listen to it later or it could be something you listen to in a long car drive or whatnot and, and that's cool i mean it, the numbers on the audio side far surpass everything on the video side and it's not even fucking close i've sent irish like you know the stats from time to time and he's like shit you know well, to put it into perspective, like there, there's there's more people listening in Ireland than watch on YouTube total. Mm. Generally speaking, uh, which when you think about that, it's not even based in Ireland. Like you know, nobody knows me. Like, <laughs> well, well, here's the thing. You know what, Irish, you're like, it, it's when I look at the stats by country, this is what's going to be frightening. Ireland's like number six. Think about that for a minute. Canada's up there, and I assume that has to do with cranky, <laughs> but the United Kingdom is higher than Ireland. Um, I think uh, this was a really weird. I think uh, Chile is actually higher than Ireland. It's, it's weird, I mean, where this stuff comes from. And they've introduced a new thing. You know, I had sent you, like, the stats or percentages of what people all of a sudden – they changed it, and fifty percent of all um, listens come from a web browser that they don't specify, which is weird. But hmm. you know, the, the audio numbers are cool. I mean, Spotify specifically, we have one hundred and forty-six followers. Hey, that's one hundred and forty-six people that take the time to listen to the bullshit we spew. That's awesome. But they're they're small compared to what we have on apple Podcasts. which iris you did the math it was like between apple Podcasts and that it was like a thousand yeah it was yeah yeah it was, it was i think it was nearly 1800 or something like that yeah 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 so the audio side does good you know um but a lot of this is part of how the technology works because what i do is i figured out I can do a live stream. We can have a community and we do whatnot. And then I can pull that video down and then I can export the audio. Then I can chop it up and edit whatever I want and then put it up on the audio side. So it does handshake. It, it It's crucial to both. Um, the live stream is important. You can't really convey chat over, uh, you know, an audio file. But I guess so far it's been okay. You know, um, blame tech says you should be doing three, four hour shows a week. You should fuck off. What are you doing? What, what kind of crack is that? 
But uh, yeah. looking at the chat real quick, uh, Irish, it says uh, quality over quantity every time. Stand firm. Blame Tech says having integrity sure is tough. It is. Yes. Um, Hero talked about the algorithms, um, you know, and then Alex was like, well, and here's the beautiful thing. You can attempt it. And if it doesn't work, you can always change it back. That's that's the perfect thing. We could try this, and if it doesn't work, fine, whatever. But to me, there's a curiosity of if we spun off therapy sessions, how it would get discovered and how that would grow versus what we do. That, to me, seems intriguing. Yeah, I, I mean, by virtue of the fact you're, you, I'm presuming you're going to keep the name retail therapy. You'll probably get a lot of curious people that just Google that anyway and find it. Um, but you know, yeah, it, look, it, it could be interesting. Like, we're, we're, I can't see how this could go too wrong. In all honesty, um, like worst case scenario, it absolutely flops. No use, no nothing. Well, okay. I mean, like, it, but in the grand scheme of things, what does that fucking matter? I mean, right? <laughs> None. Uh, look, I mean, I, I toyed with the idea in my head of just being audio only. Uh, but the only thing is that it's the chat. You 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 can't, uh, you need the chat. So unless you can figure out how to do that, like, you know, the, and, and as well as that, if the audio is doing, like clearly people are listening to long form things and audio more than they are watching it. And that makes right. sense. But some of the, especially the retail Warzone um, uh, uh, videos, you know, they, they contain the graphs and headlines and everything else, and and that's not always easy on, uh, you know, to to you, right. to convey uh, in audio fact, but people still listen. So, uh, it's the chat, it's the community that in the live streams that that, that kind of keep me, you know, saying that you say like the videos are still the way to go. Um, I'm not sure if, what people feel about that. I mean, if they think, no, well, you know, you can do the chat in a different way. I, I don't know. Um, but I really, I don't see a downside necessarily. I mean, I honestly, I, in terms of like, tr like worrying about the algorithm is considering this is such a niche topic and considering that the algorithm is, is heavily weighted to clickbait crap in any event, which we're not, we're screwed when it comes to the algorithm. I want to address a couple things you said there and what Alex just said. Okay, okay, I would challenge every one of you to go out there and find any YouTuber that does this stuff that has the chat in the middle of their fucking screen. They don't. And that's that was by design with me. Yes, if you're on YouTube, there's a YouTube chat that's on a window, okay, that you can see. But I think it's important to have you included in what we're doing. Hence why... The middle of the screen takes up the most real estate for you guys to say what you want to say. And I'm never going to change that, Alex. Don't worry about it. It's always going to be there. Because that, is, to me, is the most important part. And yeah. you had that from day one as well. I, okay. Exactly, from day one. My entire focus from day one was interaction from people who were interested in what I was doing because I've said this before and that's why we're having this conversation tonight. And to your point, hybrid 
community matters. That's, I mean, look at the screen. You guys take up more real estate than anything here. Why do you think that is? Because it's important. You know, I'm not sitting here with a full screen of me with like a muscle shirt or some shit. Look at all my stuff in the background and blah, blah, blah. Why the chat's over on YouTube, where if you're watching on YouTube, you can see the chat. No, you, you guys are the stars here. You, you, you guys are what matters. That's why you're directly in the center of the screen. You always have been, and you always will be. Period. I, th- I think, uh, in fairness to you, and all credit to you, look, I, that was impressive from the start, especially when you had like pretty much no subscribers at the start. Like, uh, I, I remember finding it and seeing the chat and going, that is really unusual because who does that, you know? And Nobody. I, I, was e- I was even suspicious going, is that, is that real? And, and <laughs> I, I, I commented on something. I, you, yourself and, and Alex at the time were, were doing. I think it was the, the you, you did a show in the early days, might have been your fourth show, maybe third, about women in retail. Yes. Uh, and I was like, I wonder, you know, yeah. So I, I typed something, I forget what it was, and it worked. I was like, holy shit, you know, and like for such a small channel to go to the bother of doing that when most people upload absolute nonsense right. um, was impressive. And I think so. So from the very get go, it was clear that you, you had the community in mind. And and that is what keeps, well, it's kept me here. Uh, but And that's what keeps me focused more on the YouTube. Now, I'm not a big fan of YouTube. It, it, it could be right. on another platform uh, that, 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 that you can share videos on. Um, I don't really, I don't have a preference necessarily. But it, but the chat is is very important because she's without that. And sometimes it blows up and it's fantastic. It's it's really entertaining. It is. And, and you know, like uh, Mel just said, you're the only one who focuses on chat, I think. Okay. If you go look at some of the quote unquote competitors, they'll call out people in the chat who are donating money, right? Mm, they're yeah. they're they're not, you know, reading comments and addressing everybody. Now, mind you, if this thing ever exploded, it would be really hard to, all right. But the cool thing is it hasn't, and there's something to be said for it being small. But you know, let's say the chat is really busy one night and I miss something. I don't delete anything. So whatever your your thoughts are and your comments are, they're still there. Somebody be watching the replay and see it. You know, it's valid. You know, I obviously I have to go in and and we see some crazy stuff where stuff gets, you know, like you could type in assembly right now and you're going to get three asterisks for the ass, okay? You just have to do that shit, you know, terms and conditions and whatnot. But I always, always looked at this as building a community. And that's why you guys are in the middle of the screen. There is no YouTube channel out there. And I challenge you all to go look. There's nobody that has the focus on you guys like I do. And it's been that way from the very beginning. I think it's important. And that's for two things. Number one, you know, I'm sitting here doing this, and I've got a camera right in front of my fucking face, right? There is a separate window off to my left that has all the chat. But we're doing this live, and I have this screen right here that I can see it as it comes through. 
what you say is important and I can see it as you do it. And that engages conversation. And I think that's important. And I, I will never, ever change that. You, that's going, Alex, don't worry. It's never going anywhere because that's the most important part to me is, is your guys' input, the things you're going. That's why I retail, you know, I feel like the retail therapy sessions, the chat is more important because eventually one day we're going to have somebody in that chat that's going through some shit, right? And they're just going to dump it. And that's where we as a community reach in, hug this person, walk them through what they're going through, and help them out. And that's the whole point of all of this. So, um, this is blame tag. Nobody loves you like I do. Wow. Yeah, I, I, <laughs> I think it's uh, once or twice as well. I think that to an extent that has happened. I I, uh, I won't name them, but there, 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 there was a, an early subscriber that was going into difficulty. I think he moved cities. Um, and I know he went through some stuff. Uh, and I, and I think he spoke about it in the chat one night, and it was nice to see that the, the the community get behind um, the person. I think he had some health difficulties. Um, you know, it's it, look, it's a great community. I, I I think it's 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 good just for the record as well. Like you know, you're putting out there on record. I mean, someone might in years to come thrall to Reddit posts or something like that to to to, to see what 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 it was like working during a pandemic or so. But there there was right. nothing like people discussing it in this way um and, and look and retail is going to fundamentally change it has fundamentally changed since covid it's going to continue to fundamentally change with the with ai uh with you know le, you know lean lean supply all this sort of stuff that you have covered and it's important i would not take any video down period if i'm honest but um it can be separate. You can leave this channel as it is and create a separate one. But I think all of the topics you discussed, uh, bar none, are important in some way or the other and should be there for the record, in my opinion. Correct. Well, I mean, everything we've done, I'm obviously I'm not taking down. Now, Blame Tag says you should do some episodes on why customers are the only reason we have jobs and we should respect them. <laughs> are you being serious right now? Because that from a Blame Tag situation, that just does not seem serious. But if you <laughs> well, are, okay, it's valid. But, um, but you know, you made, you made a good point Irish about like coming through the pandemic and whatnot. But I, I, like I said, I feel like you, you had mentioned AI mm -hmm. and hero. And I had a conversation. Oh, blame tech says, no, I just have a manager who said to me recently, the manager needs to be fired. Just saying, um, Oh, uh, yeah, I'm not going to take them down, Hero. Um, but anyway, you were talking about AI. And, guys, I want you guys to wrap your heads around this for a minute. All right, so a lot of us growing up, when we were looking for career paths and whatnot, we were all told, you know, you need to get in the tech industry. You need to learn to code. You need to learn to do these things. And all of a sudden, there's AI. And it's doing better at these jobs than people. I hate to say this, and it, and it breaks my heart, really, to say this. Retail, grocery, and restaurant are going to be the last men and women standing when AI kicks in. 
it it's right now you hear about how retailers can't hire because nobody wants to work as AI progresses. That's going to be the only jobs for everybody. We are in fucking trouble guys, because AI is taking out the tech sector and you're going to have people that need to have jobs. And guess what? The only human jobs are going to be the ones we complain about. How the fuck's that going to work? Iris, your take? Yeah, I mean, it could go that way. I mean, there's definitely going to be, uh, there's a lot of unknowns here. And it's just uh, to, to document, as you've done, the, 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 the transition period between, I suppose, the the, the you know from the pandemic uh when you know you 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 got shafted you know you you uh in and uh and so did i um and to take it from people who were loyal to retail all their lives to get suddenly dropped like that after 20 years 25 years 30 years uh it was a big wake-up call for us and and then you took that so uh, and and throughout the entire pandemic up until now you've gone through all of that transition period where retail has changed and come back and you've had the great resignation you had quiet quitting you had all these stupid terms and now you have nobody wants to work anymore that that has been a recurring theme throughout the last century but you know this time it seems like they might be actually right because you know, you know, it's become that bad in in retail. So retail itself is going to have to change. Yeah. Um, and it may well go the other way where they start focusing on people more and focusing on customer service again in, in, in a meaningful way. And, and retail, you know, might go back to what it was. Do you remember, like, you know, the late 90s weren't so bad. Um, <laughs> so, you know, it, it's interesting that, like, you've been documenting that throughout the, 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 the entirety. And, I don't know. I just think that's really interesting. As niche and all as it is, as as low enough as the numbers might be that watching it now, in years to come, I think it might be a very interesting topic for somebody. It will be. We're we're gonna be like on the internet wayback machine at some point in time. Because I'm telling you, tech jobs and shit are gonna go away and retail is gonna be the biggest booming fucking employment sector ever because there's nowhere else to work. Um and let's see here. Uh what was it that Blaine Tech? I saw, Blaine Tech said something. Um, his manager asked me in an interview what frustrates me about the job, and I said trying to get my job done while it's too crowded to move, and that's the feedback I got when she rejected me about they pay your paychecks. What the fuck ever? Wow. But one thing I do want to say, and I don't mean this in any kind of weird, kind of creepy way. All right. Um, I love you all. You you guys and gals who participate, you've made it worth it. You're the reason we've made it this far. I mean, we're coming up on three fucking years, man. And I'm not going to lie. I've been kind of out of gas. You know, there's a lot going on in my life as far as, you know, there's work. We had that store reset. That sucked. Um, I'm doing this band thing, which has been a bucket list thing for me for my entire life and it, it's as a one-shot deal i mean i'll be 53 years old there's no shot after that it's like okay if i'm going to do this i need to do this now because that's it so there's a lot going on so your support means a lot and you know the one thing that 
I want to go forward with is, you know, I've talked about how I don't worry about the numbers, but I think subconsciously I was. I don't fucking care anymore. I don't give a damn. I mean, if there's one fucking person that watches, great. I, I don't give a shit. We need to do this for us. And us becomes whatever us is. If we bring people into the group, cool. If people don't want to be in the group, that's cool. Whatever you want to do. But, you know, as a conclusion to all this, because we're almost in an hour, expect Warzone to be twice, but more than likely once a month. And I am going to toy with the idea of splitting off therapy sessions. It might be a while. I mean, for the time being, therapy sessions may be exactly where they're at, all right? But don't be surprised, and this is your warning, that it could change. But you guys are already here, so it's not going to be like a big deal. It's like, okay, here, go to this link and subscribe, and boom, and you're already there. You're good. But, you know, I want therapy sessions to be fun and serious at the same time. If we get somebody that comes into therapy sessions that has a problem, we've got some very brilliant people in this community. Let's talk them through it. But let's make that one the fun one. Let's make that one, you know, submit your funniest retail memes. And, and when we do headlines, we'll do some headlines at the beginning, and it's all the funny ones. You know, the stuff that kind of knocks the dust off. And just have a good time. And, I, you know, I could be wrong. And if I'm if I'm wrong, it's like Alex said, I can always go back to doing it the way I was doing it. So there's no harm, no foul. Um, but I'm going to split them off and see where it goes from there. And uh, Hadrian says, I like the idea of spring cleaning. It's just a spring clean for the May Queen. You know, I saw your post on Twitter, but... I saw it five hours after you made it, but yes, I would have been able to guess what you were talking about within 60 seconds. Just want to let you know. And blame tag. That's what we could do. Blame tag on the therapy sessions. We can have the blame tag meme of the week. We don't even have to, to, to outsource. You make your meme and it's the blame tag meme of the week. I'm okay with that. And, and what we can do is we can kind of twist it a little bit. The serving times is the sponsor of the war zone and quote, unquote, blame tag is the sponsor of the retail therapy session. So it'd be cool stuff. Yeah. So neat. So having said that, Irish, um, we're at 57 minutes. So give us your closing comments, sir. Uh, okay, <clears throat> I, I, I think uh, you have a kind of clear vision of, of, of um, what the next steps are. What I would encourage anyone that's relatively new here uh, to do is uh, to, to go back to the very start um, of the channel. And if you don't watch them, at least look at the, the title to the videos and see just how much coverage there is of very important topics and see if you want to revisit any of them in a in a kind of uh, updated fashion where we can throw some uh, real research and effort behind, uh, you know, put a month's work into making a very uh, 
you know, if, uh, thought-provoking video on, on on whatever you choose because there's some big hitters in it. There's minimum wage is a very early one. Women in retail is an early one. So so do if you're not familiar with the early stuff, there's some gold in that. So go back, look at those and see uh, if you can make any suggestions as, as to what the more kind of um, serious topics are. In terms of the, the retail therapy, I think that will take its own course. Um, I think that that's more... I don't know, a little bit easier, but um, but I'm again, as always, fully supportive of what you do. There's a, you know, it's 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 taken on its own thing now. But I, like from the very beginning, I, I supported what you do here, community based, uh, essentially refuge for poor bastards that worked in retail for too long right. like myself. Yep, and having said that, Irish, you know, I know I've got my thing about Reddit, but the one thing I get to give Reddit is that's how you found me. And, you know, I think you are a great human being and I love the fact that you're invested in this and I can't wait to the day we meet face to face. And that's another thing, guys. I mean, we've talked about it and joked one day, one day there's going to be a retail war zone conference one day. It's probably going to be in blame tags, neck of the woods or hybrids. Uh, Atlanta's probably going to be it, still be it, but you know what? We got to get there. We got to get the following to make sure that there's enough people to make it worth it. And it would be cool, man. And that will be awesome. And we're going into year three, you know, so it's not uncommon to get a little burnout and start reevaluating. But the one thing I wanted to do is make everybody know that it's not going anywhere. It's going to change, but we're going to keep doing what we keep doing. So, um, we'll, we'll see what happens. Um, like I said, it's important to do both. I think it's important to split both. And I'm really interested to see if I create a new channel for the therapy sessions, what happens to it? Curiosity, really, honestly, see what happens. And like Alex said, if it doesn't work, I'm going to switch it back the way it was. That's the beautiful part. So that's cool. So having said that, everybody have a wonderful evening. Stay safe, and we will see you next time. Peace out.